Hello and welcome. I'm Gary Scheib. Thanks for listening in as we continue to talk with leaders in our community. We welcome back to the show a real leader in the fight to end breast cancer, Coleman Puget Sound. Executive Director David Richard is here and Coleman participant and cancer survivor Heather Eggleston. David and Heather, welcome. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks, Gary. It's nice to be back. I'm glad to have you back because, unfortunately, we still have to keep talking about ending breast cancer. We seem to be getting closer over the last, is it Coleman Puget Sound, 25-something like that years, right? Seven. Yep. And and every year at this time, people get ready for the race for the cure, like 25 years, but we're mixing it up this year, and that's we what we want to talk it. about, right, yep. David? So uh, I might as well jump into that if you want to talk about that, and then we'll get back to some basics of okay. a colon. But the, the race for the cure is now called a more than pink walk, right? You got it. Yes. I don't yeah. have to run. I've, if I've felt intimidated over the years, I don't want to join a race. Right. But I can walk. You can walk. So, and we're going to make it more than beautiful than ever. We're going to have it around Seward Park this year. Ah, instead of the Seattle Center. Seward instead Park is a... Uh, you know, it's been here forever. Not everybody knows how actually beautiful it actually is. It's it is. woodsy. You can, is it going to go around the peninsula yeah, itself? E- exactly. Oh, so good. we're back, I think, in the 20s. It was a road. And of course, many, many years ago, they closed it off. And now it's just a bike path and a walking trail. Yeah. yeah so it's beautiful. And the whole time you're looking out of the water, it's so, so pristine. I live in the South Sound, so or the south end of the city. So I that's my park of choice where I go walking every weekend. So I'm, I'm partial to... Stewart, Seward Park. Oh, so. there's birds all through. That's a great place to do birding. I don't eagles know if people are... Eagles come there and nest. I know. Yes. Bald eagles are in Seattle in Seward Park. It's, it's true. I know. It's yes. really cool. Yeah. So that'll be great. So that is coming up June 2nd. Correct. Right? Yep. Okay. And it's... Eight o'clock. Mostly, yeah, it takes place in the morning. Yep. You'll be yep. done and still have a great Sunday. That's right. For but, brunch, if you want. That's right. We'll be done by 11. Absolutely. Okay. As always. But, and as always, people... This is a form a team, a raise some money, get your friends to sponsor you. I'm going to walk for cancer in memory of someone or in support of someone or because I'm going through it. And Heather here, you're a cancer survivor yourself, right? You're going to walk, right? I am. Okay. I just finished breast cancer treatment a week ago from Tuesday and did nine months. And this is my first year that I'll be participating in the More Than Pink Walk. I have a team, Team Taco. We have 24 people on my team, and I'm just so excited to walk alongside those people impacted by breast cancer. And and that's what it's all about, right, David? A team, people like Heather has felt, okay, uh, people are impacted. I want to do something about it. Exactly. And that's what you do. You raise a team, you raise some money. And then you come and you meet other survivors, see other teams, walk with um, survivors that are maybe further in their journey, right? So we'll have our normal survivor kind of walk where we get all the survivors together and they'll be in groups of how many years they've been surviving. So it's really, really um, kind of a, I don't know, this heartfelt experience. I'm, I remember my first walk experience. It was a race then back in the day, but I'll never forget standing next to a dad who was literally the tears were just falling down his face, his, holding his hands of his two little kids as his you know wife is walking through the survivor parade, right? Um, so it, that's why we do what we do, right? It's yeah. because of Heather, right? the Heathers of the world, <laughs> right? right? That, that we do this work and gets us up every morning to go out and try to raise more money and more awareness about getting mammograms and you know investing in research and all the things we do. Yeah, and there really are. I mean, we haven't ended breast cancer yet. This I don't know how many, uh, something like... Uh, 35 years. We, well, 36, Coleman's been around. Yeah, so. and there might be 
10 to 13 million deaths by breast cancer around the world each year still. Um, and in the U.S., it's over 40,000. We even, despite all of the billions of dollars that have invested in research, um, over 1 billion in, by, with all the Comans around the country, um, the number of women in the U.S. is still over 40,000 that die every year. And so this year, we decided to mix it up and, and make the change of a race to a walk, um, talking more about where the money goes so that people understand that 25% of every dollar is going to go to that kind of research that we're hoping will target the most deadly forms of breast cancer. And so for us, that means investing in um, Dr. Nora Diaz's Desis's work at the University of Washington, her whole focus is on breast cancer vaccine. So this last year, we gave $1.25 million to the Hutch and to the um, University of Washington. 600000 of it went to Nora for her second round. of. She got 600000 a couple of years ago to work specifically on a breast cancer vaccine. And what she's discovered is that it isn't just for preventative. They're also using it therapeutically to help extend women's lives if they do, if their breast cancer does come back. So it's really important work that we do, and we're investing in the, what we hope is going to be the things that are going to save more lives, because yeah. that's where we really want to go. Yeah, and I'm glad you've, you mentioned not just Heather's here. I mean, those are numbers, that are, but they're people like Heather, like you mentioned that father. Yes. And those two children. Yes. It's families. Everybody seems to know someone who has been touched or affected, if it's not just in your immediate nuclear family. Well, yes, my aunt, my yep. grandmother, my cousin, uh, and if it's not that, you can name someone on your block, it seems like, unfortunately. And, and right. so the research has to be done, right? Yep. So Coleman, Coleman Puget Sound, you, you've really got a focus. You've got these four pillars uh, of really where you put the emphasis. I mean, right. you've been... Coleman, Susan G. Coleman for years has been raising this awareness. You know, right. we see pink a lot. So now we've called it more than pink. Right. We've got to do a little bit more than just raise awareness. Now it's time to turn this into some bold action. And the reason um, for the more than pink, I think, that's important for people to know is that the, the bottom line for us is that we want to focus not just on early detection, but also on those women that are going through treatment or just finished, like Heather, or women maybe who are re-diagnosed 10, 15 years down the line um, where it comes back, and um, they might be living um, with treatment for a long time, and they don't necessarily want to get all pinked out, right? They are in a battle, and so they, they didn't like the pink color, and they wanted us to come up with some different strategy. So we came up with these four pillars. One of them is about research, and we focus on um, metastatic research, like I said. Metastatic meaning that's a... Meaning where the, where the disease goes from your breast to another part of your body. Yeah. So they try to get everything, and, and not everyone gets re-diagnosed after they've gotten breast cancer, but some do. And so the point is, is that we want to discover and um, work on research that'll stop that from happening. Why does if, that move? Why yes, does it regenerate exactly. somewhere else? And if it does, can we get rid of it or can we keep it? So Julie Grela, who's one of our Coleman scholars, she focuses on bone metastatic breast cancer. Crazy when you think about it, right? But sometimes it goes into your bone. And she says, if I can keep it inside someone's bones, they can live forever as long as it doesn't get out of your bones. So, you know, there's just different strategies. The whole point is that we want to invest in research that's going to, if it does come back, that we want to keep people alive for as long as we possibly can. And that's why we invest in some of these things like breast cancer vaccines or metastatic disease that stays in your bones, 
Um, so that's one of our pillars, right, is research. So we have four pillars. The second one is care. Um, and that pillar is about getting people access to care. There's really a couple of reasons why people um, die so much in this country from this disease. One of them is that they, we don't have the right drugs, right? And, they, uh, and then the second reason is that they aren't getting the care that they need. We might be able to get them a mammogram, but then what if we can't get them into the kind of care? So if you live in a rural setting, maybe you can't get to a breast sensor. Maybe you, maybe you don't even have access to a mammogram. So we will provide the mobile mammography, we'll get you in there, and then the goal is to get you linked to a treatment center of some kind where you can get the care that you need because women are dying out there. Well, you know, that really makes people stop and think. I, the, these days, it's the 21st century modern medicine. It is, there are islands where people don't have, not just physically, but then there's like populations and ethnicities, right? Demographics that sort of miss uh, treatment and yes. care, right? We just got done with a study um, looking at why women don't get their mammograms. And it's a variety of reasons. It's not just one. Maybe um, it's a language barrier. Maybe it's an immigrant. Maybe you're um, an immigrant and you don't know the system, or you're afraid of being deported. Or I mean, what about if? Your husband doesn't approve of you um, in certain religions. You're not allowed to be cared for by men, um, right? Doctors. Mm -hmm. There's all sorts of barriers. Maybe you don't have sick leave at work. Maybe mm -hmm. you don't have um, um, the ability to pay for the treatment, right? There's just so many things that keep women um, fear, right? Yeah. Stigma. I can speak from my own experience. I never thought it would happen to me. I was 38 years old and just caring for a newborn baby. I had an eight-month-old and a three-year-old at home and a busy career, and I just really didn't take time for myself. I think so many working moms feel that way. It's hard to stop what you're doing and think, you know, maybe something's wrong. Maybe I need to go get a mammogram. Right. Um, and in some cases, if you wait too long, then your cancer has advanced and you then are facing a whole new set of reality. So you kind of ignored some symptoms maybe that looking back, you thought, oh, I, I should have. Oh, yeah, wow. I, I did. I mean, it wasn't too long. Thankfully, I'm still here today and I'm able to share my story. But um, I knew that I had a lump, but I just waited a little bit longer. I was breastfeeding and I just thought it was a typical symptom oh. that you can get when you're breastfeeding. Mm. <laughs> and then when they when they found it, had it progressed? How what yeah, stage was, I was it? Yeah, I was in stage 2B. Okay, um, it was in my lymph nodes, which okay. is a scary thing to right. hear because, you know, once it gets into your lymph nodes, it can spread mm -hmm. from there. Yeah. Um, and it was an aggressive form. So thankfully, I, you know, went forward and did nine months of treatment and am in full remission today. But it was very, very scary at the time. I'm sure. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So I, I'm so glad that Coleman has been funding research. You went to the doctor and they found, well, it's not too far gone. We, we, you, we're going to save your life. Right. I exactly. Mean, amen, if I can say <laughs> wow. that. Yeah. I yeah, mean, right? Yeah. So we're talking about care. We're talking about research. There's other p community. This, uh, if I want to jump to that, yeah. this whole, yeah. I mean, Heather has do dived in with both feet, it seems like, into what mm -hmm. Coleman does yep. and has found that you know, people have the same kind of look in their eyes as she when she talks about the future of hope, but also sees, I don't know, you, right. we were talking before we opened the mics that you sort of can sometimes see despair in folks too. Right. You know, I think speaking from my own experience in life, um, when I became a first time mom, 
it opened my eyes to a whole world of motherhood and sisterhood, and there's a whole community of support out there. Um, it was the same type of uh, situation when I got the breast cancer diagnosis. I had never been around it before. I didn't have any close friends who had been diagnosed previously with it, nor family members. And so when I got that news, I was so so afraid and so scared and immediately looked to what are my resources? Who can I turn to for hope? Um, where can I find help? And there are so many communities and resources available in the Northwest, just like Susan G. Komen. Um, I immediately knew that I wanted to align myself with the tribe of people who understood what I was going through and who could see me through this, give me hope. When I come in and out of the appointments uh, at the cancer um, center that I go to, you can tell if people feel surrounded by hope and by love, and it's so important to have that and to find that in your life. Um, I was fortunate enough to have a very close group of friends and family who helped keep me going and hold me up and help with childcare and meals and you name it. Mm. And I just felt so grateful and so moved going through all of that that I knew I wanted to find a way to share that with others. And for me, that that really resonated for me to be able to do that with Komen and whatever I can do moving forward to help give back to you know, men and women that have to be faced with this in the future. That's really what motivates me today. Yeah. Beautiful. Right? Well, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, so the community... <laughs> just, yeah, it makes me not even be able to talk after that. But what I was going to say is that, you know, that's part of... I mean, Heather's story, your story is um, kind of the whole reason why we do the walk in some ways, right? It, I mean, yes, it's about... A, it's a fundraiser to help support families maybe that aren't as don't have the same hope that so you true. do or yes. the same support maybe um, that you experience. I so appreciate that because there are so many that single moms that are going through it alone that don't have a family to help them. I mean, I know stories, some of our board members, one of our board members, her husband left her in the middle of her treatment, right? I mean, there's just so many stories. So anyway, but what I was going to say is that one of our pillars for this year's walk is about that community. It's about caregivers getting together and, and, and survivors getting together and those living with metastatic disease getting together and creating this event where we all sort of come together and sort of hook arms, right? Mm -hmm. And say, mm -hmm. we're going to beat this and we're going to join <laughs> yeah. together, right? Kumbaya moment. Right, <laughs> exactly. I mean, there'll be tears, there'll be laughing, you know, there'll be a little bit of everything, but um, it is, I don't know, it's just that one time of the year where we all get together and um, it's, it's, it's magic. Yeah, you yeah. know, before we go too far, we've got people peaked right now. Comanps.org uh, <laughs> or comanpugetsound.org or yep. uh, morethanpink.org. It'll all get you where you want to go to find out, and you can join this walk right. and help raise money or support which, Team Taco, right? Team and Taco. Yeah. We'll be out there. <laughs> there. Or, you know what? I bet plenty of people know people who walk and say, oh, you do walk. What is the name? And give them a call or Facebook message them. What's the name of your team? I want to go find it on and support. Because you you make a this community a yep. way. You give them tools, right? I mean, to set up. Uh, yep. Go onto the website and create a team or, or, or join somebody else's or just donate to someone that you know or just donate to Coleman Puget Sound. I mean, there's so many ways. It's so easy. So, right? You know. So you've done so it for easy. the first time. How, was it like, oh, you have to take a class on how to raise money or <laughs> what? I mean, at what? All. <laughs> Everyone has a social media account these days, so feel free to just share your message and from the heart on your social media or just ask your friends and your family to come out and walk with you. 
It's very um, intuitive from the website. You can just do the drop down, find the walk, and it really prompts you and walks you through the process. Yeah, yeah. so ComanPugetSound.org, and then it, you can find the walk, and then walk. you can find a team. You can, oh, and if Absolutely. you want to build your own team, you just there's a register button or something, right? Yeah, you just yeah, and then you, and there's another button for Facebook if you want to. Then it just takes you right to Facebook if you want to do your fundraising on Facebook. Oh, awesome! It's so easy. So easy, which is the next pillar, which is action. So that's a nice segue, right? Yeah, well, there if we you go. <laughs> Take some action. <laughs> exactly. Oh, David, this is why you're the executive director. You know what to talk about. Okay, so taking action, I mean, there's more than just the research, more than just the care. You've got to move forward. This the future of this to, to end right. breast cancer. Right. So it's so, I mean, one simple way is to join a team or to come to the walk, right? That's a one easy piece. But, you know, we have other ways for people to get involved if they want to volunteer um, at the walk or volunteer at other events. Um, I was just in Washington, D.C. last week meeting with um, our elected officials talking about why it's important to fund the national BCCH pre-program that funds mobile mammography in our state, which then Coleman matches, right? So it's a triple match program in the state of Washington. Some is federal, then the state puts in some money, and then Coleman puts in some money. No kidding. So we were advocating to say fund that at the right level so that enough money can go out into the states to match all these programs so that women have access to mobile mammography, right? And to um, to mammograms anywhere, for that matter. But the other thing that we wanted them to fund was um, research, the, the NIH, to continue to fund at the same levels. That's the um, National Institute of Health. Exactly. NIH. I got oh, one. Oh, right. Yeah. I, I'm sorry for the <laughs> acronym. acronym. No. <laughs> I, yeah. I keep up. Don't worry. Yeah. Well, and the mobile mammography is funded by the Centers for Disease Control. I said the CDC. CDC. Yeah. Right. Right. So um, those are just a couple things that we were advocating for on the federal level. And then, of course, we... Um, went down and uh, I signed, I didn't sign it, the governor signed it, but we advocated um, in Olympia to get uh, the Affordable Care Act protections for all Washingtonians. And he signed that bill that Komen supported. So we, we advocate and ask for people to support legislative stuff that will help um, women, whether you live in Grace Harbor County or King County, right? The bottom line is that we want um, the families in the state to be protected so that they don't you don't have to file for bankruptcy because you're mm -hmm. going through breast cancer yeah, treatment, right? right. That's yeah. the bottom line. So what happens in Olympia and Washington, D.C. can affect people like Heather and our neighbors that might be going through breast cancer. I mean, people don't stop and think, wow, the federal government, the state government can help and be a resource for us, too. I mean, there are departments of health in our government. That's right. And Coleman is so proud because we've never taken a single dime in of um, any kind of government money, all of our money is privately raised, and then we match it with other dollars to create this pool that then creates them the BCCHP, the Breast and Cervical Cancer Program that Department of Health runs for the state of Washington, and then we use them to do mobile mammography onto tribal lands or rural lands all throughout our service area in Western Washington, areas that we couldn't get to, but they can with mobile mammography. So Coleman, that's really cool. So you don't necessarily take money from the government, but you advocate the right policy changes and say, here's where your money, your money, our Mr. and Mrs. Taxpayer's money Correct. ought to be spent to help the, our community. This is our community. Here's how it can be And helped. we're not asking it for us. We're asking it for the Heathers of the world, right? And all the other women out there that don't maybe have, maybe they don't right. have insurance, right? Right. I mean, as I was going through all of this, I often thought, 
you know, I was lucky I had previously been employed and so I had some insurance that kicked in, but I thought, oh my gosh, just ahead you had mentioned earlier, what if someone was going through this and English wasn't their first language or they, you know, had just arrived here from another country perhaps and just didn't have access to some basic needs. I mean, we all have stressful, busy lives as it is. And then when you get the most devastating news of your life that you have cancer in any form, your world can just get turned upside down. And we all know how stressful it can be when you add, um, you know, a financial hardship to that. So any type of funding, any type of additional services just to make one of these people's lives a little bit more easier is huge. And it might just be like the hope that they need and the perseverance that they need. Yeah. We are talking this morning with Heather Eggleston and David Richard of Coleman Puget Sound. People can find out more about what Coleman does online, comanpugetsound.org. And again, more than pink walk. Org. It's more than pink this year, and it's June 2nd. Give me the once over again, David, on how Seward people can... Park. Seward eight Park. Seward Park. 8 o'clock, um, and we're all going to walk together, and you can bring your pets and... Oh, good. Yeah. So yeah. there's a lot of different variety of things going on here besides just a walk. Yep. Pets. Uh, pets. Babies and strollers. Babies and strollers. Okay. That's right. Um Te- people dress up in, in, in matching out pink teams. outfits, so some So teams, of them, like we right? got team talk. Team so taco. people get teams, yeah. and they... they Make their own themes. It yep. kind of yep. looks pretty cool, actually. It does to see. Look cool. It kind of looks like a carnival day. It does. Some, but there's a serious part at the head and the end of this, right? You have a some great talks. At the, is anything different than, I mean, we've... Well, so we're going to continue with the same traditions of having a tent just for all of our survivors. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going to feed them breakfast. One of our great sponsors that is always with us is QFC. They're going to come back and help feed everybody. And um, we have tents for our top fundraisers. And um, people can come out and um, enjoy all the uh, sponsors because they're going to have free giveaways. It's going to be really, really fun. It's going to call this Hope Village. Is that what it's exactly. called? So, okay. Exactly. I like the word hope we've had in here a couple of times. And as people get a team and register and say, I'm going to walk, do you like ask for a commit, raise, you know, at least this much or something, or at least put into upfront like $50. I mean, what's the cost of a mammogram? If you send out that that mobile mammography van, yep. did I say that all right? Yep, said you did. Mobile, that's a lot of M's. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, what what is $150 sort of... $150. A is mammogram is, costs. Uh-huh. Right. And right. so you, you now, have, for the patient who doesn't have it, the point is, is that that's why Coleman fundraises right. so that that family doesn't have to pay that $150, right? But but that's what it costs us to give away that free mammogram to somebody who doesn't have access to it. So do you have a goal like for this year's walk, more than pink walk? I mean, okay, this Half year. Half a million dollars. What? Half a million dollars. Half a million dollars. Yeah. Yep. That'd be awesome. And then right? I bet the fun part is giving that away then though, right? That's right. So let's talk about that. You mentioned uh, some research. And yep. so- it doesn't all go back to one corporate national nope. Coleman Center. Nope. A lot of it comes back okay. into our, well, like we said, 1.2 million was just given away to the Hutch and to the UW for research. And then we gave away, um, we had a big celebration at the um, Inglewood Golf uh, Club, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it was, where we gave away all of our community grants. So we gave about um, $600,000 away to local nonprofits that do the work of Coleman Puget Sound. So some of that is for the BCCHP program for mammograms. Some of it is to Cancer uh, Care Alliance, uh, excuse me, Cancer <laughs> Cancer Lifeline. Cancer Lifeline oh. is a nonprofit that we give money to who manages our patient assistance program. 
And so that if somebody's in need of a financial, whether it's gas to get to treatment or it's paying for the rent or maybe your heat bill or maybe it's a copay, right? doesn't matter. You can go to Cancer Lifeline and get up to $300, $350 every year. Yeah, they're a real support for people who just are on the edge of making this work. Exactly. And yeah. I'm sure you know how expensive it is, Heather, going it through is. this for, for, for however many months, right? And there's so lose. many days of treatments coming right. and so going and waiting. And, oh. yeah. well, I you quit to one work. career and I started my new career in cancer treatment. I mean, right? it truly, it felt like the nurses and the amazing caregivers that I met day in and day out were my new co-workers. That was my new job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It really must seem like that. It really does. So this breast cancer can just turn people's lives upside down, and, and we've got to figure out how to end this. But I really like the the horizon. I mean, you can sometimes see that there's, when you talked about a vaccine, some doctors are, and a lot of research teams are looking forward, and they're in the genome breakdown, all sorts of sciences going on. They're oh, yeah. figuring stuff out, Nora slowly said, but surely. Nora spoke at our community impact celebration where we gave all of our community grants away this last April, and she said, I believe that we're going to have a vaccine in my lifetime. And I loved hearing that. that Amen just, to that. Right? I like it. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. It's very exciting. And Gosh, Oscar, well, we're going to run out of time but before too long, so I want to make sure we we say it all again. Um raising a half a million dollars this year for the More Than Pink Walk. And again, let's Seward get More Park. Than Pinks. Do some wa- uh, some action. Get out there and walk. Yep. Seward Park, June 2nd, right? It's coming up in just a couple of weeks. Eight o'clock. People have time to form a team or yep. find one and support one, right? right? Yep. Okay, online, morethanpinkwalk.org. That's, that'll get you to it. Yep. ComanPugetSound.org will get you to it. Yep. ComanPS.org will get you to it. Look up Susan G. Coman on the old Google machine. <laughs> right. Just crank it up, you know, and, <laughs> and it'll, you can get that, right? Yep, you can get there. Um, I, what did I want to say? Oh, one last thing about um, the survivors. Um, it's a big part of this day, right? Yep. I mean, the people who have gone through this, and Heather, you'll probably tear up if you haven't seen this before, the people who are going to go through this parade. I mean, that that's a community of itself, isn't it? It is. It, it is. is. It's the it's the club that nobody wants to join. Oh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess so. It yeah. is, but you know, just how I was explaining earlier, there really is a whole community of people out there who understand what you're going through, and you might not feel like connecting with them right away if you get diagnosed, but just knowing that you're not alone, you're not the only one who's gone through this, you you have hope, you have a community of people around you supporting you and cheering you on, makes all the world of a difference. And I hope to be connected with so many of those people out there on June 2nd. And I'll be there. I look forward to meeting you. Come on out and support. Yeah, Seward Park, June 2nd, uh, the Coleman's uh, More Than Pink Walk. Guys, thank you so much for being here. We have run out of time. We've been talking to David Richard. He's the executive director of Coleman Puget Sound and breast cancer survivor Heather Eggleston. Team Taco, right? Team Taco. All right. (laughs) Uh, The new More Than Pink Walk, like I said, June 2nd, Seward Park. Thank you guys so much for coming in today. And really, especially thanks to Coleman Puget Sound for what you're doing to end breast cancer. Thank you so much. Thanks, Gary. And if you'd like to hear this interview again, it'll be available on Podcast One and iTunes within a few days. I am Gary Scheib. Thanks for listening today. We hope you've learned something new. Join us again next week as we continue to talk with people that are making a difference in our community.